feel it's time to start the show Lost my heart and lost my soul Podcast and welcome to this well crazy round, guys. Uh, let's get straight into the Portress Podcast. Uh, Matthew, with with you guys. Uh, welcome, listeners. Welcome all the live listeners, and welcome people listening in delay right across the country uh, for the Portress Podcast. We have a really big pack show, lots to get through. Uh-oh. Let's start with our co-host Craig. Craig, g'day, Craig. How are you? We got Craig there. We had him. Oh. Hello, Craig and Nick. Hello, hello, hello. buddy. Oh, there he is. And Anthony as well. <laughs> hello. That's so professional, jeez. All, all, all four of us are all on board tonight. Boys, well, it's 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 round 11. Um, we have a team that is affected by about, what, half an hour, 40 minutes. Um, but there's so much to get through that how affects this competition uh, to talk about tonight. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, it's Port Adelaide related. But it's just uh, silly not to uh, mention, you know, the COVID elephant in the room uh, that is affecting it's the season. Elephant, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, it's been a bit a bit of bullshit, um, and it's affected our team obviously last week, and affected our players and fans. I have a boss of mine. My boss Stafford is driving. Probably I'm not sure where he is right now, but today he was he couldn't get a flight back from uh, Melbourne to Adelaide, so. Ooh. He was. He, he got a car and he's driving back home. And yeah, it's an insane time. How, how are we all, boys? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I'm, I think I consider myself lucky to be uh, that I didn't go to the the Port versus Collingwood game for multiple yeah. reasons uh, because it looked like it was a hair tearing game as well as uh, yeah, people who went there might be in lockdown right now. Mm-hmm. What about you, boys? Yeah, Craig. No, I'm, I'm Craig. good. I'm good. Anthony, all good? How you going, boys? Anthony, I'm up and about, well? mate. Up and about? Yeah, I'm, I'm up and about. I'm feeling life to its fullest, you know. It's, good man. It's been a good week, and I'm enjoying everything that's happening every day, and I get to spend yeah. Thursday nights with Craig, and, well, you too as well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me I'm some positivity, eh? I guess we feel we feel the same, Anthony. Yeah, I mean, I who are you again? Yeah, <laughs> the pair, the pair. Yeah, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Whoa, name stolen. Alrighty then. Anyway, what are we talking about? I think there's some football going on. Apparently, some footy. I'm, I'm not sure some football, football will go ahead. Might be will there be football? Will football be played? Anything? Can you guarantee football will be played? <laughs> I will uh, put my net worth on it. Uh, it's not a lot. It's enough. <laughs> just come to 
to calculate. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you don't need a calculator. You've got fingers that will count it. <laughs> now, 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 um, yeah. Well, I mean, what a just a shitty thing to happen, eh? So, I mean, I believe that the COVID situation there was, from what I've heard, was was building, and people could have seen that you could have almost stopped this by having a three day lockdown two or three, four days ago. So really interesting uh, situation. And there was someone had COVID that was in the bays of the uh, MCG near the Port Adelaide uh, away, you know, away supporter group. And uh, crazy. I mean, it's just nuts. The players, if, if you have, I'm sure everyone's heard, play, I can't believe the players were on an aeroplane with fans going back home and they had to then get tested. And it's just nuts. What a time. Luckily, all what a crazy negative, time. so that's a good sign. And just to confirm for myself, let alone anyone else that's listening, so the difference between you get a test and you're okay, you can get back out into the, you know, back out of your house essentially, you know, get a test, oh, you're negative, good, you're free to go. You know, be, uh, the difference between that and the 14 late day lockdown is based just purely on the government borders and times. For and where you were sitting effectively too, and, apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, going to say where exactly in hotspots. I mean, it, it's a good thing. I'm, I'm assuming too. Look, we don't three Adelaide people here and one Queenslander, so we certainly don't know the. You know, I, I unless you boys have been listening to Victorian premiers, and I think the assistant, the acting premiers, the the, the guy that's speaking today. Uh, I don't really know of the implications on a deeper level of the lockdowns, you know, and hotspots and stuff. I know my boss, one of my other bosses, another another person there, our business was in Melbourne over the weekend, uh, unrelated to football. So he wasn't near any any areas there. And he was able to, I believe he's already back in Sydney. And so, yes, yeah, just a crazy time. Hey, so nuts, nuts, nuts. And uh, I tell you what, I don't envy uh, the AFL trying to deal with the fixturing on all this. It's not easy at all. Um, and it, does, it affects our team in a weird kind of sort of way. The, the umpiring department, uh, umpiring the Essendon West Coast game the night before, will be flying to Adelaide for the game, and then that therefore we need an extra 30, 40 minutes of delay. I'm not sure what exactly the necessary reasons for that. It would literally be they're flying in, and they just need, need a little extra time. And I don't know if you guys. Heard the reasons, but anyway, it was just something a little to, bit of delay. Uh, Anthony told me it was something to do with the umpires were actually umpiring the night before, and they yeah. need to fly yeah. over to uh, our game to, uh, yeah. So they need extra yeah, time. So that, and that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but that that extra half an hour could be really necessary. I guess for getting in on a, you know, eleven o'clock midday flight or something, one o'clock in the afternoon, and yeah, the game's not that long afterwards. So yeah, it's not a. Uh, Times at four. It's going to now going to be four forty. Your time is that four fifty. Your time. Four fifty. Yep. I do wonder you how that will affect yeah. the umpires too. Hmm. Yeah. Probably be well, we can, let, <laughs> Let's watch this in the West Coast. See what they're umpiring are like as a team, and then at least you know kind of uh, what. Do we know for. what umpires we've got this week? <laughs> uh, have they well, been I don't posted? Know what ones, but, I don't know. So that must restrict. Is, is that restriction due to the fact that the umpiring, some of the, the umpires that, that they would have had just can't get out of Victoria in time? I guess it's just that too. Low stuff. It's just there. A lot of a lot of clubs, let alone the whole AFL, sounds like they're running on a 
bit of a shoestring budget and also shorter staff. The AFL I don't, like think, it's, you... I don't think it's necessarily that it's a shoestring budget. I think it's more the fact that they just haven't had enough time to react. Yeah. They were thinking, oh, yeah, we'll be fine, we'll be fine, we'll be fine, and then uh, shit, we're not fine. I mean, yeah. even, the, even um, Channel 7. I was listening to 5AA today, and um, Channel 7 had already sent all their equipment to Darwin. All their freaking equipment for Saturday night's game was already in Darwin, and they were stuck. They had to race to find a truck so they could load it all onto a truck and then ship it over to Sydney so they could have it ready for um, Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. So it's, not, it's, it's, just more, it's just basically, I wouldn't say poor planning, but yeah, um, basically not. Mismanagement and not reading the situation well. Just yeah, crazy. So so again, not affecting us too much, but still just a bit of delay and we and, and I guess the how it affects us thing would be down the track. So we gotta buy next week. The 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 AFL have got buys uh over the next three weeks. Is that right? Am I right there saying that? Three, yes. two, three weeks. So after this after this round uh, there is um three weeks worth of buys. What well, a good time for buys per week. Yes. If you're managing, you know, and throwing football clubs all around the country right now, you know, the best time mm-hmm. to kind of have a buy and you can some games we may we may end up playing next week and then having our buy in round thirteen or fourteen. Mm-hmm. And I, it's not locked Doubt in it. our buys next week. No, oh, no, I, I think I think they'll keep the buy Our game after that's Geelong, so they'll probably try to get Geelong over here and get them yeah. to quarantine because yeah. did they play did they play in Victoria they play Collingwood MCG yeah, so so, and, and the thing is Collingwood play uh, Geelong and Collingwood play Adelaide here next week mm-hmm. and then so Geelong uh, Geelong also have the bye so well they could quarantine in their homes and have tighter restrictions and then get over to Adelaide for the game and Obviously, as you guys know, with the other thing with all other companies and just like exemptions are being thrown out every right, left, and centre for when people need exemptions. And our footy club and AFL and all AFL staff are obviously going to get exemption exemptions. So they'll get you along here. You'll find a way, I guess. Just interesting I, to see how it affects them. I think there's only one week that's going to be really affected, and it'll be next week. Because mm. you're going to have. Obviously, seven days lockdown, which will end next Thursday night. So you have the Friday um, to get everything organised. I mean, the Friday night. I mean, Friday night is Melbourne versus Brisbane, supposed to be in Darwin or Alice Springs, Mm. one of the two. No, Darwin. So, and they weren't allowed to play a game of footy in Darwin this week. So you get. Don't think after a lockdown they're going to say, Melbourne, you can fly up on the Friday to play Brisbane. Yeah, that's unlikely. (laughs) Then you've got Collingwood obviously playing in Melbourne this week and then you've got them playing next Saturday against the Crows. I mean, you can fly out the Friday, but it depends on border restrictions. Then Essendon and Richmond will probably be played in Perth. Mm Mm-hmm. You got Carlton playing West Coast at the G, which is probably going to be unlikely because West Coast will come into Victoria, but WA are very stubborn with their borders. So if they come back, 
They're going to have to quarantine. If anyone and then you've got Jimmy Reese, who's uh, Jimmy Gill, uh, West Australia, no floor. Show the border! Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, uh, and then, you're right. Then you've got dogs playing Fremantle over in Perth, so... Next round is very... You could almost cancel next week. Mm. Completely. Postpone it to another time in the year. Have a full buy. And then get rid of the pre-finals buy. Do you think they might look at reducing the minutes and games and stuff if it gets to a point where there's hubs and... COVID gets crazy. I was just about to ask. I wonder if that will happen. I was just about to ask. This is not contained. You reckon it's going to go into hub-like season again? I heard Sydney and New South Wales might be the place. That's what I was listening already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem here is we've only got the one stadium. Uh, South Australia have got a bad history of not looking after the AFL. Oh, and there's that. As, there's probably that as well, and the, there is probably still the bitterness with the SNFL. But the other thing is, we only have one AFL qual- uh, quality yeah. stadium. Yeah, exactly. So we But the thing is, in Sydney, you've got the SCG and you've got Giant Stadium. Queensland's got um, the Gabba and Metricon. Even Tasmania technically has two stadiums that would be classed as AFL yeah. standard. Oh, Tasmania hub. That appears abroad. <laughs> and so, really, see, Western Australia and South Australia only really have the one stadium each. Hmm. Correct. Interesting. Really Is that the two states there. that the two teams actually share a home ground? Or get Albert and Oval up to feel standard quick smart. That would mean actually turning Albert and Oval into a freaking stadium. And look at what the residents around that area are already whinging on about. If you didn't have crowds, if you didn't have crowds, like St Kilda versus North Melbourne and Albert and Oval, who cares? Yeah, Yeah, but the thing is, we can still have crowds here. That's true, of course. No, the uh, it's an interesting time. The I, I. I really hope this just can be a little bit of a speed bump, but you know it's different when you can. I think you can manage this in every other state pretty much, rather than, other than Victoria. Like when we had our three day lockdown here, and even Adelaide, you guys back in had November. A day and a half. <laughs> yeah, 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 we like, had our day and a half. That was in November, not in football season. Yes, obviously, correct. we had yours. Yeah, yeah, even if it was in football season, you just get two teams and they just they head out of the state. It's not an issue. You get to no. Victoria and you're dipping with ten teams and it's just messy and and such a disappointment for tomorrow night's game. I was looking forward to watching that with a big crowd and it's now an empty stadium for at Marvel for uh, for two top teams. It's uh, uh, it hasn't gone away more than twelve months. This is all hanging around. I mean, we're all none of us are Nostradamus and we can't predict it. But gee, I can't see I can't see this. You know, getting everything getting back to even any normal normal kind of what is deemed normal uh, at least this season, perhaps even next season. I don't just unless till we're all vaccinated and COVID's mm. gone. It's just uh, a different just world. Think about the vaccination, because it's a strain that also mutates, do you reckon we're going to have to have yearly vaccinations too, just like the flu? Yeah, I'm going, yeah, you're right. Crazy times. 
Crazy times. And then we have another crazy thing happen. It was Hamish Hartley gets admitted out of the side. Is that really crazy? No, just as a ham, big Hammer fan, I'm just so sad about that. It's really sad. Just, just that he's, but he's very, are you very really surprised? I'm not surprised. I'm just very sad. It's just, it's, uh, I love Hammer. love Hamish. You know, if he's not really in the side ever for the last, what, six, seven, eight years, it's because he's injured. You know, very rarely would he be omitted. I think this would be the least first time in a long time I can remember him being omitted mm. and playing. I'll you give know. you that, but... He just, I mean, his game on the weekend, there was only two players that had the, I'm sorry, technically three players that had the ball less than him on the weekend. One of them being a med sub that didn't even play. Mm. Connor Rosie and Todd Marshall. Those three had, those three had less than... Um, ten disposals for the game each, and half of Marshall's were really bad clingers. <laughs> yeah, and Hammer just—I don't know. I've been saying it for a while now. He's been having—he's had his moments in games, and he has—I think he has had at least one or two really good games. But two games out of ten really good—I really don't think that's enough. Yeah. Where they want to see what Bergman can do, they want to see what Jones can do. They want they want to try and start getting that youth youthfulness through the side. And if Hartlett's not performing, but it's a new generation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He's, now, he's now thirty. Yeah. yeah, Bergman's a good good uh, replacement for him. Mm-hmm. So, well, Bergman's not in. Yes, he is. Oh, no, I think, yes, he I is. Think I think Bergman's in. I think Bergman's in. Oh, he's, 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 he's on the last bench. Sub, he still technically is in. Yeah. Well, he no, he was actually listed in on the Port Adelaide website. Yeah, he was listed in, yeah. On the AFL, he was actually listed. Lena, Frederick, Woodcock, and Fantasia. Correct. So on the AFL side, oh. but if you look at the team selection for the extended squad on the Port Adelaide side, oh, it yeah. has Bergman, Fantasia, Frederick, Lena, Woodcock in, Hartlett omitted. So, so I got it wrong. <laughs> I don't. Someone I, else, I don't, I can't, someone else I can't, is coming out. I can't Marshall. see. Do you th- I don't think they're going to drop Marshall for Fantasia to come in. I can't see that happening. Mm. I think that just leaves us one short in our forward line, yeah, tall wise. So Marshall out? You think? You, so you do think? No, I don't think. I don't think. Don't. Maybe Rosie. I mean, I, I can't see Bob, but Rosie well, again. Well, Rosie if, actually got. If we named, bring in Fantasia, Rosie could come out for Fantasia. Well, mm. Rosie's uh, Rosie's actually been named on field. I yeah. firmly so believe. It, well, we played one extra back last week with Jones coming in as well. So Hartlett going out, Marazzo well, Jones, coming. Jones is named on field. That's fair. So I can see. So at the moment, it's out of Frederick, Farrell, Bonner, Drew, Lena, Woodcock, Bergman, and Fantasia. So Farrell had a good game. He won't go. So Farrell stays in the side. I reckon Drew stays in the side. Fantasia comes Razio in. comes in. Fantasia um, comes in. Bonner. And I think Bergman comes in. So at least Frederick. Yeah. Frederick. Do you reckon I think, they drop I think, Bonner? I think they drop Bonner. Wow. Yeah. 
What did he do last? He did okay, but I suppose he, it was only his first game back after a while. 15, 15 touches. Second game back. Yeah, good point. Second game, sorry. 15 touches. Uh, I rate it because second game, first game he was shit. Second game, well, we're all okay, shit. But... Yeah. <laughs> oh, he wasn't Could've... shit. Oh, the... What was that? What was the... Bulldogs. So. I no, remember. I mean, as in the, like, the first game Bonner came back, he wasn't. I didn't think he was that good. And then we all played bad on the weekend. His, let me just have a look at his stats on mm. that game. Eight, 18, 13 kicks at 72%. That was, yeah, for the Bulldogs. And then on the weekend, he had 15. Mm. So I think Bonner's potentially going to be... 80%. I mean, he was good. But mm. it's not the fact that his skill is what we question, which we do sometimes. It's his effort. He had zero tackles yeah. on the weekend. Yeah, that is p- very poor, very poor. That's piss poor. Mm. <laughs> is that Bonner? Yeah. Bonner yes. no tackles? Jesus, that's annoying. Bonner had no tackles, and he had one tackle the week before, and I was, you could see his effort. He was... <laughs> He wasn't even going at the contest. It was, yeah. More like he was trying to pull away sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. Crazy. Frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, now, do we want to just talk about anything off-field just before we talk about some of the on-field stuff? I guess I wanted to... It, it is Indigenous round, and... Finally, we've got the. We found out who the right and the correct Campbell, yes, uh, 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 artist is. So this and time she... last week, uh, we I think after our podcast or during our podcast, we were recognizing some social media stuff was swirling around. Is that was that right? I think it was this yeah, time straight afterwards. Week? I think we all noticed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, congratulations to the club. We just got to say, get the, getting this sorted out really efficiently well and for the best of all well parties. Yeah, yeah, well done to get convince L to, you know, to convince her, but you know, to get on top of it and sort it out and yeah, to protect that young girl and well done to L Campbell too. Like how quality of her to kind of think about the young girls, kind of uh, uh, yeah, I mean, health, mental health for this. Uh, gorgeous right. design, is it not? Hmm. Amazing. It's really nice. It's really good. Just to go back for a sec, talking about Hartlett, he has oh, not okay. been he has not been named for the Magpies. Interesting. I know Sutcliffe has. Oh, well, he wouldn't have yet because of the. He wouldn't well, have been because. No, but he's he's not on the extended bench, so he's not an emergency. What do you, what's your thoughts, Anthony? No, I was going to say that he's not on the extended bench, but they still they haven't named. He'll play. Yeah, yeah, but normally, if like last week or when Frederick got dropped, he was str- already named in the Magpies squad. So Hartlett's not even an emergency, so he should just be named straight back into the um, Magpies squad. And he well, I that. just I just saw a tweet on Twitter saying that Hamish Hartlett was playing for the Maggies. Okay, well, that was maybe because it says in when you look at the team selections, it says Hartlett omitted. But when you look at the team selections for the Magpies, he's, he's not on there. Mm, interesting. That, yeah, it was from his from his from his brother. So I guess is his brother's yeah. the assistant. Is his brother's assistant coach of West Adelaide? West Adelaide. The opposition. Mm. The opposition. 
I mean, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying it seems very no, strange that saying. they wouldn't actually put him on the list him on there. Because we know he's going to play for Well, he does say Man. it looks to play against his old side. It doesn't say he is. So, uh, and and let's, just go, let's just let's go Adam back to 2013. Twitch. If he was being omitted in 2013, he would have been playing for Westies this week against yeah. our Magpies team. Crazy. Yeah, well, he's going to play against his old side that he grew up against and his brother is coaching him. Well, his brother knows he's, uh, the way he plays pretty well. Whoever's on him, whoever's on Hamish, has no excuses about intel. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just find it very strange. I mean, well, I, I, Ollie Lord's back. That's a good, that's a plus. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So Ollie Lord's back in the side, obviously. Um, Suckless back in for the Magpies. Jace Burgoyne plays his final game for the Magpies this week. Unfortunately. Before he goes back. Um, Until yeah. he, he looked good, good. properly. <laughs> really good. He looks good. Oh, I, just, he, I think he's, he needs to put on muscle. He is yeah, in. Oh, the kid, the, come on. Oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. I am not disputing Craig Bradley when he's first playing. Yeah, yeah, totally. But he needs to really put on some muscle. Don't we all? True. I mean, so I do. Mm. <laughs> um, now, the jumper will look good this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else in the news you guys wanted to talk about before we focus on... Uh, you know, just was, I wanted to talk a bit about uh, focusing more on the Fremantle game than Collingwood game, but if uh, any other news and other th- things you guys wanted to discuss and bring up? What's the what's the uh, Vin our Diesel chat? backs us with the Collingwood win, so it's all good. Ah, let's blame Fuck that. me, that was one of the worst games of football I've ever watched, and I yeah. can't believe people. Mm. I'm not even going to consider us contenders anymore after seeing yeah. that. We are yeah. a bottom rate top eight side. Yeah. That until proven otherwise, we're not going anywhere, feathers. Well, still Geelong. seven and three though. A win against doesn't Geelong matter. We were freaking eleven and four in twenty eighteen and missed the eight. Uh, dude, yeah, I've been talking fair. about this for the last couple of weeks. I've been getting, I've been trying to get serious with this in the podcast. I've been, I've been, my biggest warning to you boys was, and I said it to you, even our preseason prep was shit. Just with a, a clearly a side that didn't really give a shit themselves until they played Geelong in round one in the Crows. Like we were, our, we really didn't have the proper. A proper hit out and a punch out, you know, a, a battle. I just don't believe. I don't. Uh, I, I don't yeah. it, that does. That's. I think that's pathetic. It doesn't matter how your preseason goes. You should be on no matter what team. Yeah, you just no, I agree. Like, you were you're a goal out of a prelim. You could play a bottom ranked div seven side for a, a scratch match. You should be on from good the get go. So yeah, point, I think yeah. I think that's irrelevant. Yeah. What we yeah. had for yeah, sure. Yeah. I'd much rather be playing. You know, maybe a better side. But you look at the Crows and they're having a fantastic year. They just knocked off the top side. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're having a fantastic year, but they... Well, compared to oh, last year, they're having year. a year. last year, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's true. They're on, the, they're on the up and up as opposed to... Oh, no. To... I, I'm yeah. a bit different. I, I feel different on this. I think, I think Melbourne we're... are on the way down down, to be honest. I think, I think we're just trying something different this year. And I think we're trying to maybe just temper ourselves. 
I mean, last year we had a great year. We just kept winning games. We had a couple of really bad losses. But for the most part, we just um, we had some really good wins. And then when it came to crunch time, we just unfortunately didn't make it there in the end. Dropped the ball. Um, we did in the end. Maybe we're trying to potentially take a leaf out of the Richmond book and maybe not always just go shake it up a bit, try something different, and I mean we are maybe not Dixon maybe, maybe not always go for the win. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're not. I mean, obviously we are trying to go for the win, but maybe we're not always pushing it if we know we may not necessarily need to. It's an interesting perspective. I mean. Richmond, I don't think have fin- I think the only year Richmond finished on top in the last four years, they didn't win the premiership. <laughs> That's true. Can I pose? Can I get back to what, in a weird way what what, uh, what Anthony was saying earlier? Um, I, I just think still what our where our club is at. Like you're saying about no excuses, and we're a goal away. Is our youth in the maturity of our side? Maturity slash immaturity of our side, another thing, another reason why we're just still not 100% convinced and we're not seeing the good performances like last week. When we have a little bit of depth out of our side, you know, tested as we've discussed, you get the exposure that we've had now and we're seeing, the, and still just our, like, stick with these players, all the, Georgiades, Bergmans, all the, the fun youth that we got, but it's another two or three years that we're going to see that. Unfortunately, the flip side on that is it's two or three years that Gray and Boak and some other players and you know go and ask Ebert and Westhoff, you know, about opportunity. That there's just every every season you you miss out. There's another season you, you miss an opportunity to get that silverware. And Boak doesn't have any many, many years left. I mean, jokes aside, not if you ask Robbie Gray does either. <laughs> yeah, Robbie Gray, I don't think has many years left. But if you they're ask, not in their, um, they're Boak, not in their 20s. Got, they're not in their 20s. No, but Travis Boak seems to really want to push this whole. Play to I want to be. Uh, he wants. He wants to be the AFL's version of Tom Brady. He's unreal. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> but no, no, I understand but, but what he, you're saying. He is at 24. He's at 24 and 25. No. And but at the same time, well, I think Von has got a premiership under his. Uh, I think you know? need to temper the outs we have. With what they actually, what outs we actually do have, you can't just go. Oh, we got a couple of outs, so therefore we just don't have the depth. But yeah, it depends yeah. on. And I and I said this last week when we were talking about the Bulldogs game when we didn't have Houston, um, Butters and Dersma. That's pretty much three of the same player out. That tests your depth when yeah, you really lose does. all three. And Houston did not have a good game against Collingwood. But then we also had a ruck forward going up against the best ruckman in the AFL, which really didn't help us either. Yeah, that didn't help. There's a, there's a lot Except of things that, like, we got, we got... Yeah, well, look, Dixon did pretty well against him, but then, yeah, then you're having a forward line of Laddams, Marshall, and Georgiades. You're, you're basically take, you're taking you're taking the, the the experience from your forward line from Char, the, in Charlie Dixon being your best key forward, and you didn't put him in the ruck. Just just question for you, Craig. Though, when Charlie was in the ruck, 
Didn't that lead to goals for us, though? Not always, I don't think. I believe they did. I think it, I were... think it tempered our midfield a bit, but I don't think it necessarily always led to goals. No, he he does straighten us up a bit. You get that kick in the midfield where he what does a big goals? Mark yeah. But, yeah, that's, I, I think, well, especially when we had, because we've gone up against, because Laddam's had a really shit first half, but ended up having a really good second half. He may not have been winning the hitouts, but he was at least doing more on the ground. So he was doing other bits and pieces, which helped. Um, but I think not having a dedicated, like an actual proper, proper Ruckman probably hurt us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. I agree. So I think, one, we, we unfortunately, we do rely too heavily on Lysette. Yep. We don't yep. know Lysette. Um, especially going up against a Ruckman like Grundy, yeah, you're going to get smashed. So, and we, we took too long to negate Grundy's effectiveness on the ground. He was probably one of the best on ground on that game on the weekend. And we took too long to negate him. And then also, there is a bit of a drop-off in our midfield as well. I mean, yes. Sam, one thing one thing I did like was Sam Powell Pepper really fucking stood up on the weekend, and I was yes. glad to see that. Thank you, Sam Powell Pepper. Yeah, but, realistically, but you look, you compare that to last week against the Bulldogs, and... I mean, look, he only had 18 touches again, but he had really, like, he was really effective with that, where the prior week he just wasn't as effective against the Bulldogs, and we need Sam Powell Pepper. We really need minimum of three of our midfielders to stand up for us to be able to get over the line. And we're we're relying very heavily on Wines and Boak in the midfield. I like Willem Drew. And he seems to stand up when Boke's not there, but I think he just gets... Um, and he actually, he wasn't too bad on the weekend, but again, he only had 15 touches. We he need gets to see outbodied it. a lot. He gets outbodied a bit, but at the same time, he we need him to step up more and get more of the ball. I agree. Mm. I definitely agree. And do you know what? They talk about playing Connor Rosie in the midfield. I think I saw him at mm. two centre bounces. Mm. Barely there. I hate his role. Yeah. Absolutely hate it. You're wasting a time. I absolutely hate it. If there's one thing I'd want to... And I hate the talk of him being dropped because he does not... It, like, obviously, form is a major part of being dropped. But to me, he doesn't deserve to be dropped for the fact the way he's playing. It's the way he's being played. And yeah. it's so mm. disappointing that... You know, you keep giving gifts to the way, like, Marshall is playing and, like, certain other players. Like, finally they dropped Hammer. But, like, you can't drop Rosie. He had, I mean, he had six tackles on the weekend, so his pressure's there. He's trying. He just can't get the footy. Mm. And that's simply because of the way... he's going to be in the midfield more. He'll be in the midfield He's going to play him in the midfield, do 50-50. Yeah. None of this have three centre bounces a game, four centre bounces yeah. a game, one per quarter. Trial him out. Mm-hmm. As a permanent forward, put him. I said to the, one of the Port supporters 
was talking to the other night and I said, play the formation of, of the three tools in front of Gray and Rosie. You have Gray one-on-one, Rosie one-on-one, and then you have like the formation of two deep, the two smalls, and then the three tools leading. And then you'll have your Motlop or your whoever else as the sixth forward pushing into the midfield. Because Motlop does that perfectly. His role's been unreal this year. So if you have that formation, you open up the forward line and you have dangerous Rosie and Gray deep, or you're going to be having a crumbing contest with Dixon or Marshall or George Artis going up, and then you're going to have the two or three forwards on the floor. Well, look, I think what unfortunately what happened with Rosie on the weekend is the fact that you look at our ins and outs from the Collingwood game, we brought in two defenders to replace the defender and a forward. I think they tried to push Rosie into the Fantasia role, and it didn't work. Yeah, I agree with that. Seconded. I don't, I, I, I don't think Rosie should be a crumbing <laughs> forward. He's not a crumbing forward. No, he's a runner. runs with it and gets Exactly. Fantasia is your small crumbing forward. You use him to stay at the foot of the ball and freaking grab it and do those things. Rosie needs to be on a half forward, bloody, or in the midfield, getting the ball and getting it cleanly into the um, forward line. And that's another one of our freaking problems is getting the ball cleanly into the middle, um, from the middle into the forward line. Guys, are you got... Before we get into maybe the uh, looking into the Frio game, when you with what I'm hearing, should we do a review and have a little look at Bassett, Schofield, and who else is in our assistant lineup? I think you save it. save it for next week, Matty. Yeah, for I hear buy, you. Because, yeah. Save it for the buy. Yeah, save <laughs> yeah, for the buy. I, I, I hear you loud and clear because I, I I tell you what, some of this stuff they're not are they hearing us? Are they are they looking at what are they seeing what we're seeing? So. Now, good point. We should uh, I will say, maybe, maybe, yeah. I will say this. I mean, the supporters are answerable. Well, the the coaching staff is not answerable to supporters. They're there for a reason. We sit on the fence on the other side you of the know, fence. Yeah, true, supposedly, the only person that's answerable to us is the pressure we put on Ken, and that's fair enough because he's the head coach and all the pressure that comes from whatever department, where it's football department bosses or us, the pressure's fair. But the assistant coach is there for a reason. Um, we can only judge how the whole game plan as a whole is played because that's how each section is affected. Like the midfield's affected, which affects the forward line, and then the forward line is affected by how we transition. And, you know, it's only fair that um, we give a perspective. Yeah, your knee bone's connected to your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you say. I hear you loud and clear. It's a good point. I guess I'm just, uh, when you you guys say all this stuff, you know, there's some obviously some decision makers that are making some ordinary decisions or not making decisions that need to be made. So, interesting. I think, yeah. Oh, no, I understand. I think, like, it's, it's a fair point. Like, how is Bassett a defender coaching as a forward? Coach, I was one of the best yeah, defenders. I'm glad, in the game. I'm glad you mentioned that. 
Um, I think everyone's uh, Scott, questioned that. But yeah. I, I, I want to bring up something about, and it just made me think. There was a few things things I noticed on the weekend, and yes, we've all been basically saying we need to drop Marshall, he's not good enough, rah, 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 rah. I was noticing some Westhoff-type things from him on the weekend. Todd. Yeah. I must have he was... not been watching the same game, but sure, go on. <laughs> well, no, he was in defence a bit, taking a few marks in defence and getting the ball out of there. Yeah, I mentioned that one stage. Oh, they've got they've got Marshall back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, sometimes, sometimes playing a forward back actually helps them. It gets them. It gets them to actually get into the contest more. Maybe that might be something we need to look into. I agree. Yeah, still, if that was the case, I'd like to see his numbers a lot better than they are at the moment. True, but they didn't do it for the whole game. It was like moments like, oh, we really need someone down there to... Because he was like, there was, especially near the end of the game, he was ta- he took a few marks and got the ball out of Collingwood's forward line to really help us not lose the game. Yeah, um, he did help us at the famous at the end there. I think that yeah, was the only time he really was well was when he was in defence. Maybe he should go back to defence or something. Mm. More often, at least, yeah. I see where you're going with that, Craig. Yeah. His last quarter, he had two marks, which was more, which is double what he had for the whole game until that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were both in defence, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, the I'm not sure about the marks. In, I'm pretty sure one of them was, but the other one was on the wing when he kicked it to Robbie Gray. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, I think what what's troubling is the blueprint for the one of the ways to stop us is to hold the ball up and play that kind of game that Conor played. It's, it's ugly, low scoring, but the only way to beat us, you know, and uh, we obviously got over the line by one very, very handy point. But the at same, the same point time, we kicked in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, until Dane, until Dane Swan that. Uh, that was a good tweet from the club. Um, but, uh, yeah, at, at the same time, I just, yeah, it's interesting that there's a blueprint out there and we need to, as a side, you know, be able to overcome that, of course, and that's the, that's something for the club to look at, the boys to look at, so. Mm. Mm, interesting. Uh, I'm sure that they can, we can battle it, you know, get over the, those demons of, the, the, you know, the side, it's it's been we've been troubled by that before, haven't we? When teams teams know how to really choke us up, it's just uh, that's a it's a real Ken Hinkley issue, I think. We I don't I don't really haven't seen this until Ken gets in our yeah you know, gets the behind the wheel of Port Adelaide. Frustrating. Actually, mate, I also want to mention that Richmond, by the way, are flat track, track bullies this this year, boys. If you go through their losses and wins, apart from beating Western Bulldogs, uh-huh. they have every other team they've beaten are all down the bottom of the ladder, and all the other teams have lost are all top of the ladder. That's interesting. Exactly. Isn't it? Just thought, I just thought I'd just you know leave that. How, ma- how many top sides uh, did Richmond beat last year before going into finals? Well, that'd be interesting to have a look at. Well, no, I've not. I've just looked at the current 
season so far. But, I yeah. mean, they obviously they obviously were probably more in the plus, but they did have like we beat Richmond last year. I think Brisbane. I I know they did it in the finals, and I think they may have earlier in the year as well. Mm-hmm. I think there was a couple of times they lost the top sides and they still won the premiership. And that's why it gives us hope for this year. It's not over the line at all. Exactly. Oh, uh, look, the fact is, hey guys, I mean, if we'd lost by a point, we'd be a total different narrative. But we, there was some well, strategy in the way we played that. Yeah. Before. We are seven and mm, three yeah, still. I agree. Seven exactly. Three, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And uh, yes, we had, we, we were up a season, uh, yeah, just... 11 and four and we ended up not making finals. I get that. But. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. We could, we potentially just could need a reset, and yeah, that was maybe all we need. Dropping off the face of the earth. That I mean, a few weeks ago, we could all be eating our words while we're sitting, freaking, you know, sixteen and four or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We may not lose. We may only lose one more game for the year. Who knows? Well, this is why, when again going back to a comment, I mean, I'm agreeing with you, Anthony, earlier, you're saying you're done, you're done with the whole premiership favourites and all the high expectations. I agree with you, but yeah. you know, uh, beat Geelong and, and have a real exciting win in a fort, uh, fortnight and whatever, three weeks time, and and uh, well, what nah. is it? Three weeks, three weeks from tonight, three weeks from tonight, of course. So oh. we we we're, we're here again and. Oh, yeah, right. So I'm, I've been, I'm not buying into it until we get the finals. If we make finals, which we'll probably do, but I'm not buying into it anymore because I'm sick of hearing about it. So you even can tell me we beat so long by 10 goals, I'm still not convinced we're premiership favourites. Or premiership uh, yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing we're not premiership favourites, but I still think we're going to make it to the final eight. I still think, I still think we're contenders. Yeah, well, I'm not, like, I'm not going to believe the title and the 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 thing anymore until I see what we do in finals. Yeah, at this stage, I don't know that who way. is the premiership favourite anymore because uh, maybe Western Bulldogs at that, but I don't even think Melbourne are premiership favourites because I think they're going to start to tank. You can say that, but I'm saying that there is four or five teams better than us. Who are they right now? Western Bulldogs? I'm curious. The Dogs, Melbourne. the Dees, Cats, the Lions, and I think the Giants at the moment are you really think Melbourne are better than us? Melbourne are better than us. I think there's a, yep. I think there's an intimidation factor when we play them that we've got them by the, the the uh, short and curlies at the moment. I, I really feel I like we've got the Melbourne Demons measure. I'm saying mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, that's, okay. and that, all, all I'm saying yeah. is you're judging it on week by week. Yep, I but agree with you. Stage, you give me the first half of the year, which is what we've got right now. And I'm saying there's five, six teams better than us. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing you. Oh, well, it's going to take some convincing. <laughs> it's going to look, and I've been yeah. one of the more ones to say, I'm trying to convince people that haven't been convinced. But at, at the moment, it's you're not going to turn me into, yeah, we can beat Geelong. Um, yeah, we can go on a 10-game winning streak and go on to the finals, finishing second top. And I believe, I have lost belief, but I'm just saying right now, I don't believe the tag that we're flag contenders. I think I 
where I agree with you as well to add is it's not the way, like you, you say about the 10 wins. Okay. We win the next 10 wins. I agree with you, but I tell you what, it's in the way we, if we, it's in the way we win the next. Is that exactly? Yeah. That if is- we win, if we, yeah, it's, it's in how we do things. And it's even in, Hey boys, it's in the way you lose. If you lose in a weird way, there you, you leave everything on the field. Yeah, but sometimes, I like mean, you said earlier tonight, Craig, we haven't left everything on the field. We, we've just walked off the fucking field and uh-huh. saw the game for long, <laughs> so to speak, you know. And so, yeah, oh, I was there at the gather. I could have had Carl Amon sitting and got chips with me and would have known the difference, would you? I mean, <laughs> like, to, jump in like, there, yeah. to jump in there, a lot of people talk about those teams who are able to edge out a win in those close matches. It was a sharp game, but we got the win in that close match. That is important. If we yeah. gave up early, considering we were so far behind, then oh, yeah. I would have been completely you know, frustrated, angry. And, but I am so proud that they still fought back to get that win. Oh, boys, I, I thought a, thing, a couple of things on Sunday night that I really loved. I, I loved the fact that we won three quarters. I mean, the fact is... Even though you look at the chasing back and eating away at the lead, it, we still won three quarters of footy uh, after that, uh, after the first quarter. Um, I think you know, finding a way to even grind out that win when those two, they get those two goals and, and just every effort of everything was so hard. Just to withstand that two minutes was really, really good. Well, Well done. As you say, Marshall goes back. Just keeping it off the, the the kicking off the ground, just into into space, just smart football, you know. Um, so little moments. That was the thing I noticed about the game. Dixon's, uh, uh, you know, a smother, and Houston, you know, is able oh, to compose and kick around the body. Match. Play um, that match. You, even though all the team overall might not have had their day, there were players that had their moments. And you know, Georgiades gets the ball gifted to him. He drops it. Because he's probably just like, what the fuck are you doing, Noble, kicking it to me? So then I, I kudos to, you know, uh, Motlop, bit of composure. There's his moment. Obviously, Sam Power Pepper's moment, really. Um, there was a couple other moments, if you guys can just can remind me. But uh, there, there were, like I say, with Dixon, there was a big one. You know, there were, there were moments that you, there were the boys had in the game that obviously just keeps that, Potentially for you, Craig. You know, you, when you you say where you're not, mm-hmm. you know, you still see the big vision of the of the Premiership for this year. It's in those moments, and in a finals like game, you don't, you might only get six goals each or eight goals each. I think it was eight goals on the prelim, but you have your moments, and that's where we need to kind of we need to be key in those moments. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, I, I recognise the positives of the weekend, even though there were a ton of negatives with some of the boys that kind of stood up in some certain moments that, uh, and Charlie's was one of them. That was pretty enormous. Definitely. Agreed. Anyway, I think we should um, get on to talking yeah, about the preview again. Crystal mm-hmm. Pears? All right, we'll go straight to Crystal Pears. Oh, you'd think you'd back riders right, would absolutely dominate Cox. Ding, ding. Indeed, indeed. All right. Well, uh, boys, uh, Fremantle, Indigenous round, Sir Doug Nichols round this Sunday, 4.50 p.m. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and I, 
Are we all going to the game? Is that all three of you boys heading to the game? Who's not? Who cannot attend? I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be in it there. Ah, oh, beautiful. All right, boys. So you're all cheers, by the way. Me, but anyway. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The cheer squad is still in quarantine. Isn't yeah, it? that's going to uh, be a very interesting <laughs> game with no cheer squad if that happens. Well, we, we'd have a there'd be a stack of cheer squad people that probably didn't go, but still, <laughs> but uh, um, but there will be a bit of a shortage in that area, of course, of people that just won't be able to make it. Um, the yeah, so we've got uh, Fremantle. Uh, who are we? Before we do our, I guess our deeper crystal pairs and look at the the, the some of the, uh, I guess over the course of our crystal pairs here, we can kind of just look at the game uh, uh, holistically as well as uh, the finer details. So if you guys want to start with our ins and outs, and we can kind of kind of uh, I guess add our thoughts on the game through through that. Um, Anthony, do you want to kick off tonight? Uh, your your ins and outs, and who, who with with what you've just seen with the, the the ins and outs tonight? Do you have a a bit of clarity in what we're going to see in twenty four hours time with the teams? Um, not really, to be honest. I'd... A bit confusing. I'm I'd confused. <laughs> I mean, Aratio coming in. I thought we were one defender too big last week. Not too big, but as in mm. too many last week. So I don't know. I think Hammer going out for Aratio is probably the one change. Um, mm. I wouldn't mind seeing Bonner or Bergman, but then again, I don't mind having that versatility with a left footer. And Bonner's got a, probably a bit more pace. But, yeah, I... I don't know, I'd probably get the one change, to be honest. And that would just be... A ratio for Hammer. A ratio for Hammer. Okay. I don't even like Hammer going out, I'll be honest. <laughs> it is a bit of an unusual one. It's from, like from left field, if you will. Hmm. Well, he's, it's... It's making a statement for the rest of the team, potentially, isn't it? Like, isn't that what this is? This what Ken's drop doing? Though? He's seeing just waking. Yeah. You're dropping, yeah. You drop your deputy vice captain, and you go, "All right, this is uh, we're getting serious." I was, I wasn't happy with the weekend. I wasn't happy with what I saw. Um, the ins and outs for Fremantle. Are we able to just even have a look at that, just to yep. to, to bring our attention to the. The oh, opposition and how we play against them. Did you want to do that? Mention the, the ins and outs? All right. Something we don't so, usually do. But Matt Taberner, who's out, is for injured. Uh, coming in, Andrew Brayshaw, Joel Weston, who's a new player. Lloyd Meek. Brayshaw. Is a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew yeah. Brayshaw. Uh, Lloyd Meek, He's who good. will be the, probably a backup ruck. And Taylor Dumman. 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 Yep, there we go. So, the big chat, name so. for me, the big name for me there, and the concern would be Brayshaw's back, and he's a, he could be damaging. He could be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, are we maybe? Um, what's his, what's his name? Needs to pay him another visit. Who are we talking about? Gaff. Gaff. Oh yeah, Brayshaw. <laughs> Gaff. I remember that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he smashed him. Oh, 
he looks different probably here since that facial. He's <laughs> literally mm-hmm. dented in stone. Yeah, it was like, like massive. Three years hit. ago or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, 2019. Mm. Hey, um, so uh, let's go with you, Nick. It's your ins and outs. So you, how are you seeing seeing the uh, ins and outs here? Well, Fantasia and Heartlet. I mean, I'm kind of agreeing with Anthony. It's uh, probably a one-for-one because I agree too. We're probably too de- defensive heavy. Uh, mm. If we did go for a second change, uh, maybe Bergman in because I do like Bergman. He doesn't do too badly. Um, who would come up for him is the question. <laughs> uh, probably Bonner. Yeah, probably Bonner. Yeah, that's a fair call. Nice. call that. Uh, I mean, I, as we all know, I reckon Marshall shouldn't be playing still as well. <laughs> And Hayes should be coming in for that, but, you know, Hayes never gets named, no matter what he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did an emergency once. Barely anything. But, yeah, so I reckon Craig? one, but I'm hoping yep. two. Yeah. Craig, you're, you're in and outs? Oh, I'm going to stick with what I said earlier. Two changes. Yep. Um, Fantasia Bergman in... Hartlett Bonner out. Okay. That'd be interesting to see what happens. They went, went Port Adelaide are playing West on Saturday. And then we're playing on the Sunday game. So that's going to be a bit of an issue with our lineups. I guess we really know who's in and out by Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah I mean, pretty much. Well, we should know who's in and out by tomorrow afternoon in the main sure. squad. But then it's just working out who the med sub is. Yeah. yeah, that's all that is. Which is probably like Frederick the... or Drew or something like that. Yeah. Well, it won't be Frederick. Uh, be... It'll Lena, probably be Frederick, Frederick or Woodcock. Yeah. Yeah, I okay, you. I okay, you. Yeah, yeah Riley Bonnet, uh... yeah, med sub. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, let's just quickly uh, throw in one before we get to our tips and margins. So, what are we worried about with Fremantle? Are we uh, like even if you even if you're tipping important stuff? My just question generally, if, yes. is how good is Sean Go Darcy? Yeah, the big ruck, ruckman. He could be a bit damaging, exposed. Yeah, Two hundred and three yeah. centimeter, and uh, he's not too bad. Yeah, give so. him first first give. Yeah. I want to know how Lattin will go against him. That's my main concern, I reckon. Yeah, Lattin's... Well, hopefully Lattin's has learnt from his first half against Grundy about really just the tap and giving that first give. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you, your thoughts on Darcy, Craig, and Anthony? Have you guys the, the ruck issue for, for this well, weekend? Well, I'll tell you. He's one centimetre taller than Laddams, but he's 10 kilos heavier. Ooh. It's going to make yeah, him uh, jump harder. It's going to jump extra weight. <laughs> I think it might be a long day for Laddams in terms of hit-outs. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, clear there. That's very, very true. Mm-hmm. So, uh, midfield better be on. So, so what are we looking out for, boys? Uh, for three, David Monday is what we're looking out for. Matthew Sullivan, Scott Monday, he's on fire this year. He's had a great season. I enjoy watching him play for them. What about Nat? Yeah, he's Pye. a good, good footballer. 
Yeah, always that Fife can be damaging. Their, their midfield is very good. Yeah. Fife. Yeah. Sarong, Fife, Mundy, Sarah, Jarrah, Sarong, Sarong, yep. Brayshaw. Yes. Acres in there is not bad. Acres, yeah. Blake Acres, yeah. Then yeah, they've got their runners. Aish, yeah. Wilson. Um, yeah. Even their, like, Mark, like Walters always seems to do a number on us. Oh, Michael, bloody hell! Yeah. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you boys about Michael Walters and who we, who's going to is DVJ going to stay on him for the day? Or, how do you look after him? He's he has he's made our life miserable misery times against Fremantle. So. Chuck, Chuck a Lear, Lear on. Yeah, Lear, Lear. Like <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Lear is fast, so he could keep up with him, and he's yeah. got the height advantage on him. Do we so have this is the other thing issues? as well. We've yeah. got they've they've got Lob Rory Lob who's a ginormous human. Oh yes, of course. Uh, hold on, the ex giant, the ex giant Lob. Yeah, Lob is Lob is Lob is big, but I don't really rate him. Yeah. Okay, I really don't. Rate him. Uh, I I agree with that. No, I agree with that. Freeman, if Freeman is not biggest um, sorry, weakness, is there stick bomber on him? Oh God. <laughs> Joking. What is that, um, career sort of stuff? I reckon McKenzie <laughs> probably goes on lob. Yep. And, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that. I'm not too concerned about their height advantage, which probably gives opportunity for Alir to you know what frustrates look me at Walters, you know? Is they have yeah. a Schultz. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have a J. Yeah, that's true. They've only yeah, got they an L. <laughs> <laughs> but they're um, like... I thoroughly, I'll tell you what, I'll be honest with you. Fremantle or side, I actually don't mind. So coming yeah. up against them, I look at their side and I'm like, you know what? It's going to be a good contest. Mm-hmm. On paper, yeah, we should probably beat them and beat them by four or five goals. But they've got some after, good players. After last week? After last week <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, I mean, we should have beaten Collingwood uh, on paper by a lot. Does last week's performance give you after any concern, boys? Yes. So that leads perfectly to you, Anthony. You have <laughs> yes. the baton to tell us your tips and margins. And I guess don't just without including obviously your tip and margin, give us your explanation on how you see it playing out like that. But to your result. Um Okay. I'm tipping port by twenty six. Okay, um, so relatively comfortable win. I think because it's here, I'm a little bit more comfortable with how we play. We play at that level better than um, what the Crows do because mm-hmm. they play a little bit differently and it was shown in the showdown. And Fremantle seem to play a lot better against Adelaide than they do us. Um, if it was over in Perth, then I'd be a little bit more concerned about how we go about it. But I think... I don't know. I think I've seen it. Like, the last quarter last week seemed to just kick in a few players um, that we, you know, this can't be happening. Like, we were playing such a poor performance for three quarters that it flicked the switch. And whilst it wasn't pretty in the last quarter, we still got the job done just grinding away. So there's one mm. positive away from that. It's that. So I think the way we're going to do it is I feel like there will be a much better start this week. We might actually kick a goal in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, Hopefully two or three. 
And I think, yeah, I, I just think from there it'll be an arm's length. It'll be a good contest, but I think it might just ebb and flow a little bit more in our way. And um, I think, if anything, Big Charlie's in for a day. Yeah, what's the defence like? But, yeah, well, last that, time man. we played them, we played them in, up in Metricon because of COVID. Yeah, that's right. Um, and Probably we beat them by 40 points. Right in front of me. It was in the pouring rain. That was the week after you guys had watched the showdown. Uh, that's right. Uh, it was my first first of many games at Metricon. Just bastard. Sorry about that, Nick. But yeah, also, no, I, did, I do remember, yeah. I remember two things that were rain pour bucketing down rain, and Ollie Wines had a, had a big game. Oh, yeah. And... and, and Am I right that no, that was another game I'm thinking of. Kane Farrell against Giants had a really big game. So, so Dixon, Dixon, yeah. Dixon had a big game. Two, two goals, two from nine possessions, and had six marks, which was the most out of anyone on the ground in wet conditions. Yeah, because it was very wet. I got for three votes. Yeah, uh, very cool. Just, just pointing that yeah. out. Of course you would. It was a twenty nine was a twenty nine point win. They started all right and I remember that second quarter in the pouring rain where we kicked five goals and they were scoreless. And Dersma did his uh, did his hammy. Hamstring. Right. <sighs> right in front of the almost felt, almost heard the twang of that. That, uh-huh. that hammy. <laughs> He's running on the wing. Bang. Look at him, just someone shot him. You just saw it happen right in front of you. In good jest, I said it like he did right in front of me. That medium is coming back oh, so much lately. It was, it, oh, it it be, yeah, yeah. I, I am the Port Adelaide version of right in front of me. Oh, I'd be outside in siege. Yep. Treadray was done badly. It happened right in front of me. Right in front of me. Wow. Uh, <laughs> just Google that if you don't know what we're talking about, you're missing out. You're totally missing out. Oh my god, you're missing out. <laughs> Two thousand three. Collingwood Adelaide MCG prelim. Please watch that. The right in front of me guy. If you do not know what we're talking about, you're missing out. <laughs> right in front of me. It's <laughs> the funniest thing ever. <laughs> right in front of me. <laughs> Oh, Craig, guys. give us uh, your yeah. tip and mark Craig. and why. Alrighty. Oh, oh boy, uh, hello. Can get uh, can get Craig can go now. Four, Craig can go. Four by forty. Yeah. Right. I think we'll just have. I think we. I think we're just gonna. I think we need to bounce back and we need to make a statement that. Well, like potentially, yeah, we are flat track bullies, but at the same time, we need to put a statement on this game. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I reckon Port Adelaide over three over forty. Uh, West Adelaide, yeah, they're a horrible side. Too. So uh, <laughs> Port by probably also forty. Yeah, <laughs> I was Anthony, I was just going, Anthony, who do you think the Maggies will beat the Bloods? Ah, uh, by a hundred. <laughs> oh. All right, that sounds good. Uh, that's, that's what, that's what and, the Eagles you've got a week up. Yeah. You've got a week off, and the 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 spots have got a week off, I believe. 
Yeah. So I'll be, doing, I'll, be, I'll be doing damage to the bank account this weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. We're out and about, are we? Yeah, I'll be um, <laughs> painting, painting the town a less. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, lovely colour. It's pear coloured. A less. <laughs> it's my dick coloured. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Sensor, sensor. Beep it out. I'm sorry. Is it past nine o'clock? Oh my god, yes, it, is. it is. A fat cat is uh, said goodnight to the kids many hours ago. He's not going to know about that. Showing my age. <laughs> what about what? 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Uh, us uncles know about that. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was no about that. Fact, oh, no, I'm sorry. Actually, it was around I'm the same time as Humphrey B. Exactly. Hey, I love Humphrey. He was around when I was a kid. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it was a little bit before and around. around. He finished a lot Back earlier. Back in Humboldt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times. Back yeah. friends. Uh, Nick, uh, Maggie's, Maggie's, uh, Maggie's, Maggie's by 50 points. Power. Maggie's by 50 points. Around the belts. Uh, I reckon Port are going to win by 42 points against... Ooh, uh, it's a comfortable margins, you would Yeah, say. very nice comfortable. I mean, 42 is the answer to life, the universe, and everything, so... Mm-hmm. What did we We said this <laughs> last week. Has it been adjusted for inflation? <laughs> mm, 43 points. <laughs> Clever, Craig. GST. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Sunday is going to be a nice sunny day, but it is only a maximum vacuum, so it'll be sunny but cool. Uh, not very mm. much windy, so it'll be nice conditions for footy, I reckon. Uh, 42 points, we'll get them. Okay, well, yeah, I'll, I'll go Maggie, say 50 points. So I reckon a pretty big win. We're, we're looking pretty good. The, the uh, very gutsy win over North Adelaide last week. I like the way they kind of got, got over the line at Albert. Back at Albert again this week as well. Got Hay- Hamish in the side, he want to prove that he's not done. Um, yeah, let's go with 50 points. For the uh, power side, I'm going Port Adelaide by uh, 10 points. I reckon, and I reckon it's a close one against Frio. I reckon just uh, we'll look pretty good, but I reckon Frio are a side that uh, we'll, we'll just find ways to get goals and just be, it'll just be close. I, I don't think we'll be horrible uh, and, and be a game like last week. In fact, if anything, I think it'll just be a little high scoring. I don't know, even know where Frio are going to get their goals, but I just fear that they'll get them. I still feel like we're we're, we're a side that is a cohesion and our yeah, the chemistry is not there. And I'm I'd love to think I'm really wrong. So, my ten points is a sick gut feeling that we'll just we'll just get over the line. Uh, it, it, it ties in with your twenty four point margin to a degree, Anthony. And if I kind of say how I feel like the game will be played, whether it's ten points, ten to twenty four, you know, it's that kind of Oh, we just got the win, you know. We just kept them at arm's distance, and, and just uh, we didn't blow them out of the water. Yeah, I just sense it might be that kind of game. But gosh, darn it! Wouldn't I love a forty-two point win? Let's hope or more. So, uh, if anyone, if any team's going to do forty-two point margin, so it's going to be Port Adelaide over Frio. My point is, the ten-point margin, Frio will be within it. Like as a sense. I don't sense the fear. I don't fear that we're going to lose the game at all. And I don't fear that Frio could blow us out of the water. So it's really on terms for our team and how our boys want to play the game. I feel the result 
is in the hands of Port Adelaide more than Fremantle. Does 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 everyone kind of go with that to a degree? Do you agree with that, or is there an argument to to say that Fremantle can have far more of a say in this game? Well, I definitely feel like they'll have more of a say in this game. Mm. As we discussed, they do have a great midfield, so it's going to be tough. I mm. good point. think they'll have a very good say, but like I said, I think we'll just keep yeah. it at arm's length. Okay, I, um, I agree. Uh, All right, BHG and Anthony. BHG oh. and Ruffy. Um, before I say this, I'll just say that Port Adelaide versus Fremantle at the Adelaide Oval. I haven't beaten Port at the Adelaide Oval. Ever. And uh, it has an average winning margin of over 60 points. Could that continue? Well, let's hope. <laughs> That'd be nice. So there's a little bit of think about for you, but guess what? I'm definitely not believing that stat this week. Anyway, <laughs> BAG that's a factual entity. You got to go right there. Um, my BOG is going to be uh, Travi Boak. New, I think he, yeah. he's in some. He's. I tell you what. He's in good nick still. Like, he is in some fine... Like, showdown medalist was great against the Dogs. Got us back in the game, probably against the Pies, I think. Mm. Just, oh, All Australian form at the moment. Him and Ollie. Doesn't tie in with my Ruffy, but, you know, that's my BOG. My Ruffy... I love it. We're actually, and you'll like this... Well, we'll see. <laughs> Dixon will kick eight, and we will have over 20 goals kicked. Was it something like I said yeah, last week? Very similar. That's <laughs> a pretty good roughy. Mm-hmm. No. Dixon kicked eight, and we'll kick 20 plus. Yeah. Uh, what's the conditions again like? They're pretty good, aren't they? 18 and sunny. Nice. Okay. Oh, I've done my research. Yeah, I already said that. Okay. Said it before. Eighteen sunshine with very light winds for the morning. <laughs> Perfect conditions for people to be in quarantine. <laughs> I just say as well. I do not think there will be any more. I don't think there'll be any more than fifteen thousand now on the weekend. That is a fair call yeah, because of be. the situation. Three thousand supporters went over to what Port Play last week. Roughly. Majority of those are in quarantine. I think we're 25,000. We right, get to 20,000. I'll be nice. very surprised. Five o'clock on a three, Sunday. Just you three. Just you three at the ground. Oh, they played <laughs> just for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, I'd just go down the rooms. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Nick, BOG Ruffy. B.O.G. Push it because the salty Sam Powell Pepper will uh, get the uh, goal for B.O.G., I reckon. He is going to fire up and probably have a field day. And Sammy. I like that. Sammy. And my roughie, <clears throat> Mitch Georgiades, will kick six, at least. And three of those will be from outside 50. <laughs> B.O.G. And roughie... 
Done. God, that's shocking. <laughs> Sam Pepper and Mitchy. I like it. Good call. Really? You, Can you, like... Do you prove that? No, nah, I don't. It's pathetic. Oh, come it's on. not it's pathetic. Come on, Anthony. Yeah, the amount of times you said George Artis to kick six is just ridiculous. I've <laughs> never said it before. What are you talking about? You've said it twice this year. The amount of times is twice now. <laughs> That's not that much. <laughs> Considering That's, we're in round 11. It's a, it's a roughie. It's a roughie. Yeah, but has any of our full forwards kicked more than, like, three or four? You've you've got to be creative. Okay. Oh, you you, got to love my Yeah, like, all of it going to get 20 goals and eight for Dixon. Yeah, that's creative, too. (laughs) (laughs) Because we haven't kicked freaking 20 goals in about four months. Yeah, well. And if Dixon kicks eight, it's a record for Port Adelaide. So, bada-bing, bada-boom. Game set right. match, Anthony Ellis. Anyway, anyway, let's go. <laughs> I'm still happy with mine. Uh, my BOG, I'm going to stick with something simple here. Boke, BOG. Oh. Hey, I'm going to go drive down south <laughs> and kiss that head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, both BOG, I reckon he'll have a good game. And my Ruffy. Marshall to kick five. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Ruffy. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. He, he actually tends to play better against weaker sides. And again, yeah, yeah. I, I look at Fremantle's side, and they've got a really good midfield, but they don't really have much in the way of defence or forward line, to be honest. So, um, Anthony, your thoughts? Nah, I rate it because Todd Marshall was shocking. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Except against bad sides. I mean, he kicked four against the Crows. He kicked four against... Um, kicked three against the Eagles. Yeah. Which, that was surprising. <laughs> Sean is uh, questioning. You said five kicks. Do you mean five goals? Five goals. <laughs> or just five kicks and in general. Five kicks. 2018, he kicked four goals against the Dockers. So there's some altitude with that one, Craig. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Uh, All right. I guess it's my take, turn this week. Take, take notes, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was my turn. <laughs> take notes, Nick. All right, now I just need to hear uh, Maddie's. Ollie Wines for BOG. Uh-huh. Again, against Fremantle, I think. And I, I I was thinking Boke as well, potentially, but like I legitimately think yeah, Ollie Wines could uh, take home the bickies on that one. So I'll go Ollie Wines. So, I already no, don't Ruffy, like it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, your opinion it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go on. Okay. Spin it out. R- Numb nuts. All right. <laughs> Aaliyah Lear, 10 intercept, contested intercept marks and a goal from Aaliyah Lear. He's, rough. He's going to have a pretty good game. Yeah, I like, I'll go with that. Anyway, if you like that, 10. 10, Ten contested, contested intercept marks. I rate that. I rate that. And a goal. Lear. 
Didn't I say tenants last week? Yeah, you're not contested. True. No, no, you accept what no one's there. No, no. I'd say contested marks, not intercepts. Ten contested marks, and he kicks a goal. And he has a really good game. I think Leah really is a pretty consistent this year. So, more Australians than half back should be. Yeah, let's go with that. Is that is that approved? Oh, to be honest, you don't learn any week anyway, so what's the point of me saying? <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I'm kidding. That's not too bad. You've done well. All right. Nick, all right. Nick just needs to lose this game. Get off it. Week, anyway, Nick, I'm to the chat. <laughs> yeah, I'll do a good one next week. All right, all right hey, to Nick. the chat. Oh, what are you going to do on the bar we play? <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey, hey, what we'll do next week, we're going to look into the greater final details of the SPOS yeah. team. We'll Ooh. go the ins and outs Ooh. and we'll talk about margins and BOGs and roughies. How many yeah, more injuries will SPOS have this week? <laughs> None, because we're all on a bias, so unless my boys are fucking out. <laughs> well, yeah. Then we How many injuries you'll get in town? How many bees? A few broken toes. Yeah. A lot of concussions. Yeah. Maybe some alcohol poisoning. Alcohol poisoning. All right, so now. Hey, hey, what's, what's your Rocky's name? <laughs> That's very good. Her oh, name oh, is mate. Ruffy. Her <laughs> name <laughs> is Ruffy. Whoa. She's coming out of game four. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so to the chat. <laughs> we got... Uh, Natalie has got Port by 22, BOG Ollie, and Charlie. Hey, Natalie. Charlie to kick four goals. So, that's good. Uh, come right. on. Yep. Horacio Bergen in and Hammer Bonner out. Uh, Port by three points. Oh, okay. He's, yeah. Brogan in, eh? Bergman, I said. Bergman, Bergman. Yeah, Bergman. He said Bogan. I was like, which Bogan? <laughs> well, in Brogan? Lucky Jones is already in. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> oh that's hey, it's the hair. It's the hair. Anyway, Port by thirty-eight Lovely, points. Bog is going to be Amon with twenty-seven possessions, one goal, and three hundred and fifty meters gained. He loves the meters gained. Far out, he? I love that. He loves the meters gained. I love. I love how the chat has to justify their Bog when we just spit out a name and move on. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, and Ruffy is going to be that the team kicked over 105 points for the whole game. All right. And he reckons he's by 10 plus goals. Love it. Uh, I like that. Let's see. Ash, we have Port by 20. BG is going to be Wines and Ruffy as we kick seven goals in the first quarter. I love Ooh, that. That is, that is magical. That is number one for this week. Ash, Ash legends. That is the portress Ruffy of the week. That is Ruffy of the week, and that makes your all your Ruffies ever, Anthony, look just dull and boring. That's, like that is, you can, that makes all our honestly, That's the best Maddie, Ruffy ever. Matty, uh, Carmine, and Nick could learn a thing or two about Ash <laughs> and his Ruffies. That, that, that is a solid effort. Oh, will, that, that, that is how you do a Ruffy. Take notes, boys. Seven goals. <laughs> seven goals I think quarter. we all need to take notes from uh, that. Brilliant oh, content. Oh, All right. Sean's oh, Ruffy. Nice you ready for this one? Dixon okay. to kick a goal from 78 metres plus some Malcolm Blake shit. 
Hey, that's creative. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Shane, a win by a one. I reckon this is his entire roughie from Shane. Win by a hundred. Uh, Shane Spencer. Shane Spencer. Okay, yep. Shane Spencer. All right, you ready Shane. for this? Win by a hundred. Locked in. Win okay. by a hundred. Gray five. Boke three. Fantasia three. Georgiades three. Dixon three. Rosie three. Motlop two. And singles to all other players apart from Jonas. <laughs> Fuck! And Tommy wow. Kelly's disappointed he didn't get a game so he could get a snag of goal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love it, Shane. Oh, I love it, Shane. That's a great one. That is a great one, too. That is brilliant. All right, so that's two amazing... What, when, Tommy Jonas, when Tommy Jonas kicks a goal, he, he, he lets everyone know, doesn't he? Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's a good one. Imagine, that is I'd love to see. I would love to see some consistency in our midfield to kind of be looking more more you know, dangerous in the forward line. So, gee whiz, Shane, that would be, that would be very exciting. A very potent side. We have that potential for a lot of goal kickers and stuff, so maybe later in the season we could see a bit more of that. Whew, a good one. What else? Any other ones? Plus another 12. It's like almost 30 plus goals that Shane is That's crazy. He's having a bit of fun with it. I love it. Yeah, great. Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's the chat. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's some amazing chat work, people. Good stuff. Uh, and so we've got some good listeners listening tonight. Lovely yeah. people, Natalie and Ash, Shane. That's been great. Yeah, everyone, um, love your work. And, and uh, Carmine, and always love this. I love Carmine's opinions. Um, boys, uh, I think that should be <laughs> so a just added to it. Shane is just added to it. So despite all that, best on Brad would still be Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> of course. The captain, the big C. Uh, <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah, is so complete. That's it. Now you're, com- now you're yeah. complete. <laughs> Tom Jonas has out of the thirty goals, thirty score involvements <laughs> with forty plus touches. <laughs> oh, uh, it, I th- hey boys, you, you guys are talking about the next showdown. I think really, that's <laughs> how the next showdown's going to be played. Out, I think. <laughs> oh, that'd oh. be exciting. Well, that's a great. Oh. That's a great uh, way to finish the uh, show. I reckon. Oh. Yeah, uh, thank you, Shane Spencer, your champion. Oh, man, I got privileged to meet him up at the uh, uh, the Shafton before the Gabba game. That was it was nice to meet you, Shane. It was brilliant. Uh, that was a that was good. That was great. Awesome. Great, great thoughts, everyone tonight. Thank you, um, boy, boy, boys. It's been an interesting show. I mean, really, are we rollercoaster? Let's that say rollercoaster. One thing I'd like to see is this next season. This is we're halfway through it. And the rest next half of the season, our youth needs to shine and step up and realise they're the next generation. It's time. So uh, let's hope where we see, as you say, Nick, you know, 16-4 kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope we get a snag a whole lot of wins from now on and we can get some more belief in uh, some of those doubters and obviously even the port supporters (laughs) like Anthony Anthony and I that have some doubts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, Nick, do you want to take us out? Yeah, I can certainly do that. Uh, so once again, thank you, everyone, for listening. You've all been amazing. Uh, don't forget to listen to The Pair and to his Alessa's is More uh, Spotify. No, it's free. Spotify. It is Spotify. YouTube and Spotify. YouTube and Spotify yeah, oh, channels. Uh, definitely get on those. Uh, he's got some new, new content out, out this week. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, I heard so many voices at once. Go on. Sorry, N- new podcast came out, Anthony, the other day? No, yeah, new one? podcast Tuesday and the uh, all the small things. Came out today. All the small yes, things. And it's not talking about... And and your video came out today. I'll have to have a listen to that when I... Uh, yes. Yeah. Got a special yeah. guest on his video. Special so. guest, uh, one of the good AFL YouTubers in Druzy joined me. He's a free I supporter, so we uh, dived in. Yeah. It was Had a great a opportunity to get mods. Agreed. So oh, it was one. very good fun. He has some good Thanks. insights into Mitch Georgiatis as well, which was good. Ah, oh, cool, nice. yeah, he is a Western Australian boy. Western Australian boy, and he works at the Western Australian Academy. So he's um, mm. he knows a fair bit about the George Artist's upbringing and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, definitely, memory, you definitely did, give that you a did watch. One of those, Anthony, you did a podcast early this year with uh, someone else that, uh, that was in a review of a Colton game, I think you did. Was it Colton? Uh, the West Coast was. West Coast. True Just footy, business, who does a lot of yeah. footy content in general. So, um, yeah, yes, they're all pretty decent, uh, all good friends as well. So, they're um, yeah. any chance I can, I get them on and like have a bit of chat. Like getting a bit of a different perspective. Like when we play the demons in a couple of weeks, I'll get um, a couple more demon supporters yeah. that are uh, pretty big friends to our demon supporters. That's true. Yeah, Caden yeah, McDonald, he's a big, big Kaden, YouTuber. Yeah. Yep, fifty over fifty thousand subscribers, and um, yeah, he'll get on Gosh. and talk a bit about the days. So that'll be, That'd be great. Uh, right, stuff, as well mate. as uh, don't forget, Craigie will be doing the quarter time reviews as normal Beautiful. on the, uh, the channel. So uh, stay tuned to that. everyone. And uh, on Facebook, just, yeah, on Facebook, that's right. And uh, yeah, I think that wraps everything up. So it does, as always. And Matt will be sitting well, in his home. <laughs> uh, in the gold, sunny Gold Coast, I'll be fine. Hugging up to oh, uh, Ollie, <laughs> to my little Ollie boy, watching the game, watching Ollie, Ollie win it for us on the field as well. Yep. Ollie watching Ollie, that is something. Love All it. right, so let's wrap this up now. So uh, thank you, listeners, once thank again. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks as always. Come on, Yeah.